Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 7th of December, 2022. Before we get started, sponsorships for the midweek moment are now open for 2023. If you're a regular listener and would like to learn more about becoming the title sponsor for this show, please email info at WPTonline.org to learn more about this great opportunity to get in front of the largest taxpayer association membership in Wisconsin. The show is supported by 100% by WPT members and cannot continue without your support. Email info at wptonline.org. Happy Wednesday to you on this, the 81st anniversary of the attacks on Pearl Harbor, a day that truly does live in infamy. According to an ABC News report this morning, a handful of survivors of the attack will be attending a commemoration today, all of whom are centenarians. Kind of amazing when you think about it. Our gratitude to them for sure. Let's jump into some news together. So we've been talking about the seat that was vacated by longtime state senator Alberta Darling. It's a heavily GOP district in the Milwaukee suburbs, kind of north of Milwaukee and a little west of Milwaukee. And the fourth GOP candidate has now jumped in. Thienesville Village President Van Mobley tells WISP Politics he's getting into the race for the 8th Senate District. Mobley is his for, in his fourth term as village president. He will be joining state representative Dan Knodel, uh, state representative Janelle Branchen, and a Concordia student, Robert Albrightson of Brown Deer. They have all announced their plans to run. So this is shaping up to be uh, a pretty big election in the spring. Governor Evers did announce that the special election should be held in concurrence with the already scheduled spring elections. That will be in April. If there is a primary necessary, that will be in February. There may be one more Republican who jumps in. There's been some speculation that former state senator from the Fox Valley, Randy Hopper, may jump into the race. No word on if that's going to happen or not. He has since moved to that district, and um, there's rumors he may jump in, so we'll have to take a look. Wisconsin Congressman Mike Gallagher is leading a call for Governor Tony Evers to ban TikTok from state government devices. It was first reported by the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. We're just looking at a press release here from Congressman Gallagher of the Fox Valley. He was joined by Senator Ron Johnson and also Congressman Glenn Grothman, Brian Stiles, Scott Fitzgerald, and Tom Tiffany, all congressmen from Wisconsin. They sent a letter to Governor Evers calling on the governor to ban TikTok from Wisconsin government devices, and they also called on Governor Evers, who has used TikTok in the past, to delete his account. In part, the lawmakers wrote, we urge to uh, we write to urge you to ban TikTok from Wisconsin government devices and to lead by example and delete TikTok from your own devices. TikTok is nefarious Chinese Communist Party spyware that surveils American citizens, promotes CCP propaganda, and allows the CCP to censor and control Americans' news and content. The United States Congress and multiple Biden administration officials have raised concerns about TikTok on national security grounds and even called on a ban, uh, called for a ban. These concerns are not localized at the federal level. This affects Wisconsin state government and Wisconsinites at large. As governor, you should prohibit this app from state government devices. They went on to say that South Dakota Governor Christy Noem recently took uh, action and banned all state government devices from having TikTok on them. So some interesting stuff. If you or any youngsters in your family use the device, probably worth looking into a little bit and make sure that uh, uh, there's nothing or no bad content that they're seeing or anything like that. Maybe it's just good that they delete it. 
Special prosecutors, federal prosecutors, are subpoenaing, subpoenaing, I don't know, is that the proper, uh, Dane and Milwaukee counties for communications with former President Donald Trump, his campaign, and some of his allies as part of a criminal investigation. The subpoenas are looking for communications uh, from June 2020 to January 2021. They put 19 Trump associates uh, listed on there, including James Troupas, who you recall represented Trump's campaign during the recount. The subpoenas were first reported by the Washington Post. Uh, Dane County clerk said uh, that he only recalls communications with uh, Jim Troupas and it was all related to the recount. Uh, he doesn't expect the search to turn up anything unusual. He told uh, a media outlet and he said uh, um, what we witnessed here in Wisconsin was the effort to toss out tens of thousands of legal ballots from legal residents of Wisconsin in order to change the outcome of the election. Uh, I'm not going to go on and keep reading his comments. They're obviously very, very biased. But um, so there is uh, uh, criminal subpoenas in the state of Wisconsin from federal authorities uh, looking at communications from President, former President Donald Trump and uh, his allies. The Department of Financial Institutions uh, in Madison is releasing information on the financial reports of the state's banks and credit unions. Uh, total assets of Wisconsin state chartered banks stand at more than $67.1 billion through September of 22, down from $67.8 billion reported in September of 21. They said despite rising interest rates, the net interest margin is holding steady, decreasing slightly from 3.35% as of September 30th, 21 to 3.3%. As of September 30th, 2022, net loans have increased 5.1% from September of 21. That's up $2.2 billion. Over on the credit union side, the end of the third quarter, total assets for Wisconsin state chartered credit unions rose to $59.6 billion. That's an increase of $3.7 billion since the year end of 2021. Over the same time period, loans outstanding grew by $6 billion and shares and deposits rose $3.2 billion. That resulted in an increase to the loan to share ratio from 79.21% at year end to 85.9%. And today the Wisconsin Department of Health Services announced it's been awarded $45 million to grant uh, in a grants to assist the statewide public health system to build a stronger public health workforce through retention, recruitment, and training efforts. The funding is part of $3.2 billion being awarded from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, otherwise known as CDC, as we're all familiar at this point. That money will go to state and local and territorial jurisdictions across the U.S. to support the public health workforce and infrastructure nationwide. They said Wisconsin state, uh, local, and tribal health departments are at the backbone of the work being done all across our state to support healthy individuals, families, and communities. We applaud the CDC for this investment into our state's public health infrastructure. This is a win not only for our public health workforce, but for every community that will benefit from enhanced capacity to issue orders that shut down your economy. Oh, sorry, what's that? That's wrong. I'm sorry. Enhanced capacity to work collaboratively to build stronger, safer, and healthier communities. That was Secretary-Designee Karen Timberlake of the Wisconsin, Depart Wisconsin Department of Health Services who said that. 
Also, the health uh, department and Department of Public Instruction, our fearless leaders of the public school system in Wisconsin, are saying that Wisconsin students have reported alarming levels of anxiety and depression last year while reckoning with over a year of COVID's impact on their families' livelihoods and health of their loved ones and their school routines. They said about uh, just over a half, 52% of Wisconsin's high school students surveyed in the fall of the past year said they had significant problems. They were feeling very anxious, nervous, tense, scared, or like something bad was going to happen. I can't imagine why. But really, we hope that those kiddos start to feel better and that they realize that everything is going to be okay. With that, we're going to leave you one with one from Thomas Jefferson, my favorite guy. Dependence begets subservience and venality, suffocates the germ of virtue, and prepares fit tools for the designs of ambition. With that, we hope you have a great rest of your week. And as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org join. 